What up, what up, what up? What's going on? This is the NCFS podcast on the Nerd Cyclopedia channel. And I am here, DP Brown, the master of ceremonies. What's up, guys? What's going on with you? What's up, buddy? To my right. Is that it? Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> I got the Michael Duche. Ducci is in the house, in the building for this multiverse of madness extravaganza down at the bottom we got tmitch.com in the house all right all right all right he's in the building and if i can point to the i can't never tell in the corner in the bottom right hand corner we got the doctor the doctor <laughs> still city hitch just came out the show fresh takes in the house <laughs> it is so awesome to see you guys. How are you guys doing today? Living, bro. Living. Yeah, man, lovely. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Before we get down to the brass tax, let's talk about some, um, you know, get some house cleaning out the way. Nursecopedia.com. People, make sure that you're going to our site and you are following our links to our different platforms on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and also Instagram at Nursecopedia. Um, make sure that when you are watching us on YouTube, like you are right now, you are hitting that subscribe button and also hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Um, we got a um, you know a couple different you know things going on here. Got Carbonite Bounty BS. We do that every Wednesday at ten o'clock. You know, um, talking about like different Star Wars goodness that's coming up. We got the Obi Wan you know show coming up soon. Tomorrow night we have a review of the darth vader comic book um series from 2015 that marvel published so we'll be reviewing the first six issues of that so you definitely going to want to check that out um make sure that you guys are leaving us some feedback nurse at nursecyclopedia.com if you are listening to us on your iphone or on your um galaxy phone any phone that you know you'll you're able to listen to us too make sure that you are going to spotify iHeartRadio, google play tune in um um Apple Podcasts, any spot, any place where you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. Without further ado, you know, we got some good stuff coming up. We have just seen Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, the second Doctor Strange movie. Oh, man. <laughs> so let's go around the room. In fact, let's start off with the doctor, the good doctor. <laughs> just got off the show. Fred, he came straight from the show to the podcast, guys, you know. Yeah, just, it's it's, it's nice and fresh for him right nice now. Fresh, <laughs> nice and fresh and everything. So let's get your quick opinion before we start, you know, getting into, like, the, the, the meat and potatoes of it. What did you think of the movie, Doc? All right, so I am the doctor tonight, and I feel like because I didn't go to eight years of nerd medical school, to be called <laughs> Mr. anymore. Uh, so Dr. Strange is an awesome, awesome, awesome property, and I love that Marvel, Marvel – you know, feels uh, the license to get weird with it with Doctor Strange. I really like that. And I love Doctor, Doctor Strange 1 was such a great movie to, like, just chill out and watch because the visuals are so crazy. And Doctor Strange 2 doesn't disappoint. I, I think this movie definitely led with a lot of really impressive, like, impossible, you know, scenarios and impossible places people were to the point where this movie made the Avatar trailer before it looked like trash, trash. So I really appreciate the creativity. And I think this movie it felt so much like a comic book to me. Maybe more like than any other of the comic book movies we've watched. The dialogue, not all, not great. I mean, those scenes felt very much like two people staring at each other across the Go-K Corral over and over, which is just like how comic books do it. There was a bunch of crazy stuff. Random characters from other comic series show up. Like, like you, everybody knows, that if you read comics, you know what I mean when I say the asterisk panel. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. in this yeah, one right yeah. you may have seen this in wandavision right like yeah. the yeah. uh and i like that because it makes me think about what they're doing now is moving from the silver age analog into something more like the bronze age where you would like randomly charles xavier shows up you know what i mean randomly it's just uh, a pretty random cameo right uh i i enjoyed the movie because of its randomness i think also though you know I think maybe that the randomness was too random sometimes <laughs> where I didn't feel grounded a lot in the plot. And it felt like, you know, the power levels we were talking about, we have like maybe the Namek saga problem where who, who's super powerful and who's not powerful and what power they're using and what are the rules. And, 
you know, I, I felt like I got a little bogged down there, which just means that I was not paying attention to the plot is all that means. Um, for me, a really great movie. I mean, even if I thought it was the weakest of the Marvel movies, which I don't think it was, uh, I would still think of this as a B plus. And, and I think it really delivered everything I wanted to see. So uh, I'm here for everything. And I stayed for uh, Jim from the office uh, doing uh, doing a really, really great read, Richard. So I have a lot. All right, all right. Let's 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 go upstairs, dude. The Ducci. Take the elevator up this time. All right. <laughs> so so I'm not going to get into like too much of the nuts and bolts of the story because I'm sure we're going to get into that a lot going on here. Um, I, I again I think you know as 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 a typical Marvel movie, it does set an expectation. It always exceeds the expectation as well too. Um, Definitely, a, definitely a theater movie. You know, definitely the popcorn movie. Um, being a Marvel fan, as we all are, we have more of appreciation as opposed to a novice going to see the movie. They might not understand all said cameos and all said storylines, what are going on. But you know, if you've seen all twenty-eight Marvel movies, as we all have many of the times, you know, it's just like a nice, great fandom movie again. So uh, that's how I appreciate it, as not so much as the storyline goes on. Uh, I do like how they did a twist of it again, going into a different aspect that we really haven't seen from Marvel is like the horror aspect of it all, which I'm sure we're going to touch more into that again as well. Um, so that was good to see, uh, because, I mean, uh, as a Doctor Strange movie, you, you know you're going to get special effects, and you know you're going to get a different for lack of a better word, strange movie. So, <laughs> so, so you know, I mean, it, it it set the expectation, and don't let and it 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 totally goes from what the trailer led you. Totally different movie from the trailers. So that's also a good expectation because you don't want to get the entire story from the trailer, which we got basically nothing from the trailer except for just some cool scenes that you know ends up not being exactly what we see. <laughs> All right, T. Mitch. Yeah, I mean to piggyback on you guys, you know, I, I've seen it. I've seen it twice. Uh, once with uh, my children, we always go to the early one, and then we all uh, I took my drop my uh, my wife did as well. So, um, yeah, she enjoyed it, and she's not much of a comic person as far as watching it as a movie. So, if I think about this movie from the totality of it, somebody who doesn't follow this a lot, it's a good movie to watch. I mean. For us, watching, as Duche said, all 28, um, there's parts, uh, and Hitch got into it, and we'll get into that here soon. There's parts of it that um, didn't need it. The randomness was, in some cases, too random. And it, it once again, I've said this on a couple of different times, this one was so cool, it was good. It told an ending, finale, a good finale, but I just felt like it got rushed. And there were parts to where things were too random, too quick, and it ended, and I was like, you gave us 15 more minutes or just, you know, I just keep that for something else because obviously as us being nerds, we know that this leads us to, you know, Kang and we'll get into the, what, you know, the ramifications are as far as if this leads to secret wars, things like that. But for this, as I meet watching it before we even get into the nuts and bolts of it, like we said, I thought it was excellent. I will say, and I'm going to already kick this off as me and DP always do. The audience reaction that I got watching the first showing, it's completely different in Spider-Man, and you'll be shocked because there is a really, really extremely loud cheer. I'm talking the whole movie theater went nuts over a character that I didn't expect. I'll just say that. It was loud. It was a cheer, and I was like, okay, but he's his own. Interesting. Um, so it had your Avengers Endgame, you know, your portal moment that, you know, saved your movie, but, you know, we'll get into that. <laughs> All right. Um, so... Yeah, um, I, I'm pretty much in agreement with you guys and everything. I thought it was a um, pretty good movie. Um, not the greatest. I, I wasn't a really big Doctor Strange fan from like the beginning, you know. So the first, but I'm a big MCU fan. So anything that has MCU related stuff, you know, if, if it's Kevin Feige, I'm, I'm into it. You know, you, you just feed it to me. Just give it to me. So seeing this. And I'm glad they expanded on like um like the characters in the movie, like having like Wanda, you know, carrying her over from like her series and everything and expanding on her. Elizabeth Olsen killed it. I mean, she every time she steps into this thing, she just like smokes the screen and everything. And I'm just like so glad that they changed her whole like, you know, uniform and everything to 
and to to adapt for this movie and every um and everything. So she she killed it. Um, I liked America Chavez. She she was she was she was okay. I think her character development could have been better. Um, the overall movie was um <laughs> the overall movie was good. You know, um, it was some parts I missed. Like, like, uh, like I hear about this, I have to actually see again, like the, um, the, the note scene and everything, you know, a lot of people were clamoring about and everything. I must've been tired because I totally missed that part or I must've like left, left out to use a bathroom or something because I totally missed that part. Um, and the horror elements of it, it was, it, it was, if you want to call it horror, I guess it is horror for horror, you know, for a Marvel movie and everything, but I've seen horror. This wasn't it. You know, it was it was it was fun stuff in the movie. It kept itself light to, for the most part, and it pretty much presented itself as like a moral movie, which I totally appreciated. And for the hype that that came with, like like you know, Ducci said, seeing it in theaters was a must. This wasn't a streaming thing, and going from Moon Knight to something like this is like it's it's a it's a step up. You know, you want to have this in the in the show. And actually, you know, know it all happens in the same universe and everything. But the the differentiation between this, what we get in the shows, the the streaming stuff, and this is is stark. You know, um, if you want to put like another character, you know, name into it. But it's a um, it was a really good movie. It was a really good movie. So um, I guess we could sort of like get into like the nuts and bolts and like um, I, I I'll start it off like this. <laughs> if we're in spoiler territory, so anybody who's watching this, you know, <laughs> we're spoiling everything from um, this movie and everything like, you know, MCU related, just period. You know, so if you haven't watched any of the 28 movies that came out, you know, why are you even watching? Why are you watching us? It's <laughs> <laughs> just like our handsome faces and everything. So, um, <laughs> So they introduce. <laughs> so I, I so I'm gonna go right straight to the to the to the meat to the to the to the thing that sort of irritated me a bit. You introduced the Illuminati, you know, um, and I know how big the Illuminati was in like the the civil the Civil War comic, you know, um, right, you know, from the comics and everything, you know, how the gravitas of what they represented was um, is is big in the books, in the comics, and everything. So for him, for them to introduce this here, and um, yeah, for them to be dispatched so quickly and everything, correct? That me was wanting, like, like, are you serious? You that know, was my gripe. You you introduced them like you know super quick, which is, which which, which screams at me like, okay, Marvel, you 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 don't really do fan service like this. So I don't know why and how you. You you wanted to just introduce them so quickly and then just dispatch them just like that. Um, in, in my screening, um, um, T. Mitch, I mean the the big cheer I got was um, uh, in my screening was for Krasinski as Reed Richards. And stuff. That's what mine was too. Yeah, that was a big reveal. Like they went crazy, and I'm like, um, yeah, okay. yeah. I I, I, I kind of uh, because I mean fans been clamoring for that for like. You know, well, fan casting, I should say, not clamoring, right. but they've been fan casting that for so long, and it and it just kills me. Um, the cheers that <laughs> the cheers that it got because even though you know he 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 looks like he could be a Reed Richards, I don't know if this is a Reed Richards I would want debuting um, in this capacity for such a big character as like you know Reed Richards is for the Fantastic Four. You know, not only do you have like the Illuminati, Fantastic Four is pretty big for the MCU, you know. So for him to be introduced like this, I'm not sure about that, you know. Well, at least the one good thing is we won't have to sit through another origin story of the Fantastic Four. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right, we're going to get in that rocket. Gee, guys, I wonder what's going to happen in that rocket. (laughs) Right. I I mean, go well, or do you think it'll happen upon a a mishap at some point from the rocket? So, I mean, they, they kind of went on the like on uh, you know the the introduction of hey the how they introduced they introduced uh, Spider Man you know no no everybody knows how Spider Man became Spider Man yeah, you know right. Black Panther no no really origin story for him until he got his own movie and then they you know do the flashbacks and everything so I think they're trying to lean on that aspect of it like everybody already knows who this character is if you're a Marvel person so. Let's let's you know get them a quick let's do our fandom and get them in there, 
and you know and go from there and let's we could kill him off because he's you know part of the multiverse and he's not part of our universe so i just want to know i'm so upset i mean to go into it since you know we're talking about the illuminati how many times could professor x get killed by a different scarlet witch from a different universe i mean is that like the thing that they try to do like how how many people have to kill Professor X? How many Scarlet Witches kill Professor X? It is mind blowing. I think I think I what know. you have is what you have is Patrick Stewart basically being a Shakespearean actor and just really <laughs> loving death scenes. Right. You know, there's nobody nobody loves a death scene like a like a Shakespearean actor and he's he's like one right. of the greatest ever. So how many universes has he died? <laughs> but it's true to the comics, right? This is exactly right. how the comics are. Professor X is dead. He's with the Shi'ar Empire. He's a you know he's a phony baloney Professor X. He's <laughs> swapped bodies with Magneto. He's in the same body as Magneto. He's taking over everybody's mind in the world. He's erasing people's minds. That's Professor X. And my and my deal with this is there's a point where the multiverse becomes too multi, right? Where you run into Rick and Morty territory. Where now there are no stakes at all because yeah we can just pop another Reed Richards into existence and that John uh-huh. Krasinski thing doesn't take we don't think it's gonna put butts in the seats hey eighty six it it was a cameo new guy's gonna do it but look if it's getting the response we think it is because they got a big response in my showing as well yes of course right why shouldn't they do it if they think it'll make money and look I feel like I I can speak for all the nerds in the United States when I say we'll give you the money for that movie well you you will have you can bank on it. You can you can you can fund based on the fact that people buy. Maybe it was like the audition, like okay, who's going to be our director for the Fantastic Four? Let's get the audience responses. Now we're going to have directors coming bidding right. for us for the movie. Not to get off topic. They, they, they did just lose their director, so I mean that's still up in the air. Right. That's what, that's what I'm saying. This is like that's the open cool. audition. Like, yeah. see, this will work. Come come to us. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It would be a good choice for Fantastic Four because there's that body horror element that Raimi does really, really well, where Raimi has a way to gross you out. That that movie, Drag Me to Hell, had some real like stuff going into the girl's mouth stuff, like like you know just gross stuff happening there. It really grossed me out. I think Raimi can handle something like show you why Ben Grimm felt gross as the thing, right? Show you That's what a was great idea, weird. excellent idea. So maybe that would work out. Uh, but you know, Sam can't he can't direct everything. We get a Bruce Campbell cameo in every movie if he did. So right. Oh, right. I mean, you gotta love the Bruce Cam. You gotta love it. <laughs> He'd let him beat his own ass for three weeks. I know, right. That's what really great. What, what do you What do you think, T. Mitch? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm on with you. Just the Illuminati stuff for what it is in the MCU. It wasn't needed for this movie because it was too quick. I mean, and we I know we talked about the power levels. Like, I get that she's phoenix level at this point but the way she walks them like i i just you know the gore part like the whole even like what is it the uh captain carter like really you like catch her shield halfway use the force and like throw it at her and it halves her like she wouldn't know to jump like you know some of it i was just like yeah gore cool but in, in RMC, what we know, it just didn't seem realistic. Like, I felt like a, a Captain America a super soldier can catch it. They're stronger. There's more that they can do to that. And I, like I said, I get that she's powerful. The way that she, like, even Professor X, which is, like, the head of this this Illuminati that uh, this Strange has created, like, the way that she just, like, kind of dispatches them. For the time that they're in the movie, it, they should have just cut it out. I mean, and I don't know if we'll get into it here or whatever, but... I mean, this scene was actually cut like 20 times. Um, the official cameos that were out are still out there. Like the Tony Stark Iron Man is still there. Excuse me, the Tom Cruise one. That'll go to Secret Wars. So there are a ton of cameos. All that stuff you heard was true. They are signed on actors, but they're shifting that. Because think about it, like Hitch said, if this shit don't stick, hey, here's Iron Man. Because we saw the Ultron bot. So Iron Man obviously is here somewhere. Iron so. Man figured Ultron out right. Like, think about right? that. That's yeah. who that Iron Man is in that reality. Ultron. So of course. Yeah, so of <laughs> course we'll get, our, we'll get our Tom Cruise Iron Man at some point. Um, there's a lot of cameos that they had planned that they cut out. Uh, the Black Panther, obviously, with um, Chadwick Boseman's passing, he was a member of this that they were going to do. So there are a lot of cool ideas. And, and, and like I said, Marvel just get, is starting to get a little too cute. It's And it's treading on that Star Wars with these, like, reshoots and you're just trying to get a little too funny with it just put the movie out as it is and and, and run with it because well, okay. they're just trying to fine tune 
things a little too much. And like we said, it's a great movie, but like that, you could have just taken it all out and just gave us more development. I mean, well, you, you, you have to remember this movie was supposed to come out before WandaVision, I believe. Yeah. And I'm saying so, they cut it. They kept so, cutting it so up. They, they had to do a lot of chop. And especially when, when, Mo, when Sony wouldn't move Spider-Man, they, right. they had to, um to figure out a way to not only, configure WandaVision out of this, but how to, to make the multiverse stuff make sense from what Sony did with like Spider-Man and everything, you know, because Sony wouldn't budge on their date. So um, they had to move this right around. Cause I believe this was supposed to come before Spider-Man as well. So they it had was. to move it after, you know, and COVID happened. Yeah. This so, was a I November mean, movie. That was November. And that's getting a lot of, you know, behind the scenes stuff. If we're really talking about, like um, as a viewer, not knowing any of the behind the scenes stuff, I totally agree with what you're saying. They the the way the way they presented this movie could have been done a whole lot better. Um, they lost their director, you know Scott Derrickson and everything, right. and they had to bring on Sam Raimi at the last minute and everything. But still, I, okay, do you blame the movie for putting out what it put out based on like the stuff that you know, or do you accept the the things that are put on the screen? that they could have left off like the Illuminati. I feel should it, it, they could have just left that period. They should have, yeah. It could have, it could have been dropped and you could have had more of a, um, more of a, um, what I want to say, more of a succinct plot um, and explore some of the multiverse stuff. If you're going to call it the multiverse of madness and everything, you know, mm -hmm. they went through like some Rick and Morty style type, you know, the universe, you know, jumping and stuff that they didn't even stop to. And um, we, we end up at a place where, OK, you're not really exploring, you know, some of these multiverse, you know, stuff like like how you could have, you know, if you want to call it like the madness type of thing or whatever. Um, right. I did like, you know, the 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 through line of Wanda, though, you know, from um, her stuff from WandaVision all the way up to, to this stuff. You know, um, I did. I, I like I said, Elizabeth Olsen killed it and everything. Um, I think that they they the fact that they kept her as a villain was sort of surprised me because I thought she kind of redeemed herself in WandaVision, you know, and sort of like left that as that. But I mean, I'm remembering like the end credits or the post scene, you know, credit scene and her, you know, wanting to find her children. So that made a little bit more sense. But I'm like, damn, Wanda, she's just going through it, you know, and they just made her full, made, made her full on a villain, which was a. a a different thing, you know, with her being an Avenger and everything, and I'll, I'll let a few of you, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys speak because I, I could go on and on. Well, I mean, that goes exactly what I meant by like how the trailer goes. The trailer leads you not to believe that you know the Scarlet Witch ends up being the true villain of the movie, and you know now she's this all powerful, almighty, unstoppable person that a whole army of wizards can't even touch. You know, it's. I mean, I mean, I don't want to say they gave her might have gave her a little. She might have powered up a little much, you know, from when we last seen her. You know, uh, but I mean, if you think about it, like she technically always has been bad. I mean, Wandavision, she was a bad person. Yeah. She controlled an entire city, and you know, <laughs> mind controlled an entire city of people just just for because she wanted to. Yes. So, but, well, well, Vision but, but, died after Endgame. I mean, you know, Endgame, Vision died and everything, and she was going through her stuff, so she felt she had to take over a city. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so, you know, I mean, that's what that's what good people do all the time. You know, they, they, take do, over, you know? they take over a city. <laughs> they say to themselves, how can I use dark magic in these people's psyches to create a different reality that I prefer? Right. <laughs> hey, hey, Douchey, where, what did you think about not having uh, – I'll wait, uh, vision, like to try to redeem her. Like they like skipped him completely out. Like, uh, like I feel like they did not have a contract with Paul Bettany. Maybe I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know. They, <laughs> like, like that's it was screaming for the all white vision to right. try to. Like, if why would she tear him apart or something? That's what if, I was if, hoping. If not even have the all white vision, have a vision in there in the in a different verse. I mean. Where's where's the father of the kids? You know, in the movie, like, so, you know, is it like we got a whole Toy Story thing going on? Where's the father? You know, right. like, no, no one explains it. You know, she never once looks for Vision at all in in any of these multiverses. So, in in the reality with the Ultrons, right, in the Illuminati reality, wasn't the ultimate plan to put Ultron into the Vision's body 
isn't that that's why they were getting that body together, right? Was to put Ultron right. in it. So, that was Ultron's. That was Ultron's it was, yeah. vision. It wasn't. That was, Tony like, Stark. that was his. Yeah, that was his final. Yeah, that, form. that wasn't Tony Stark. That was Ultron's vision. Very well. Well, you, you do you remember? Did you guys get the Easter egg that uh, the Illuminati was in uh, Iron Man two? No. What was that? Uh, when he looked at his pager, it had a bunch of apps on there. One was like a Shield Initiative, Avengers Initiative, and there was an app that said Illuminati. So this is actually teased back in Iron Man two. Oh, fun wow. fact. That's it was on his device. So, yeah, Tony Stark was actually building the Illuminati with Strange all the way back in Iron Man 2, which is weird because, like... Strange that, wasn't strange then. Right? But that shows you how the layers <laughs> of the multiverse works, you know? And we'll get into, obviously, the quantum reality with um, the next Ant-Man. It's going to be the bigger movie because the main villain of that is Kang, the Conqueror. I, I, I mean, do you necessarily want to call these bigger? This was supposed to be the bigger, you know, bigger movie and everything, but... Was it right. really? This, as, this is the kickoff to the summer, right? So it was this, a kickoff. This, yeah, a kickoff yeah. to the summer and everything. It's a big movie for for what it was. It made like you know over a hundred eighty something million. New and and stuff. this is and this is why the Illuminati was in there because it's a main movie. So right. you have to have the fan. You have to have Reed Richards. You have to have Charles X. You have to have these people in there. If this was a November movie, maybe that maybe that scene or possibly even could have been cut. But this is a May movie. This is the kickoff to the summer. This is their $200 million movie that, you know, it's coming out. And like you said, this this kicked off. They had to get dispatched so quickly, though. Like, like that they, didn't, they didn't want a three-hour movie, Sam. I, I, I understand <laughs> that. But, I mean, they, oh, man. It's Sam, Nobody, hey, nobody wants to see Black Bolt die more than me. Okay, so, <laughs> hey, that was the Black Bolt from the TV show. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty decent. Yeah. Well, that Sam, you know, reminded me so much of Invincible. Now that yeah. Invincible, you know what I mean? That whole running, the running of the of the alternate like yeah. Avengers, right? The Avengers, yeah. the the second team Avengers, and it made me think like these poor, you know what I mean? They're just so overmatched by by one. It made me think of uh, uh, Omni Man. And I thought, that was, I thought that was pretty cool because yes. they didn't spread the gore either, right? They cut and cut Captain Carter in half. You know? so, <laughs> so you gotta love, you gotta love that they actually went for broke. They went for all the way, right? They they had that skeletal half, like the two face, you know, zombie Doctor Strange. They tied in all the what ifs. I mean, that, that was yeah, that was the what yeah. if, and that was your Evil Dead reference too. For I'm when you remember Dead Ash, there were so many yeah. Evil Dead Easter eggs. Yeah, this was like a really, this was like a really satisfying movie yeah it's a nice kickoff it's a fun movie exactly it's we have yeah. popcorn we have movie coming out my my interest is you know avengers 2 is about what happens when you know when you have to fight the like the worst version of of iron man right and i think this right. movie is interesting because it's like the it's like the worst version of, of scarlet witch so it makes you wonder are we going to see a worst version of thor are we going to see a worst version of hulk are we going to see a worst version of uh well, probably not Hawkeye, right? I won't comment on that. We've already had this discussion. I think we already see the worst, a worse version of the Hulk. You know, I mean, already yeah. mind controlled Hulk. That's Hulk. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just Hulk. Yeah. Just send him, send him Hulk yeah. <laughs> it, but uh, when they when they shot this and the idea of this movie before they switched to Sam, um, the multiverse of madness, as you said, DP, was really the Illuminati not being just that court, but it was supposed to have your Avengers Endgame moment. You were going to have Tony Stark. All these different Illuminati members were going to come in from the different realities and actually fight Wanda. That was like supposed to be the big reveal, kind of like the so, Thanos so, so, yeah. Toby Maguire was supposed to be in it. Endgame moment. That's more like a uh, Rise of Skywalker moment because no, an Endgame no, moment actually gives you or gives you a um you know a heart don't do and that. actually uh 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 uh. Scott, mm -hmm. Rise of Skywalker God, and um, Endgame are two different types of mm -hmm. feel, mm -hmm. you know, with the portals and everything. Don't do that. Compare Rise the Rise of Skywalker. I mean, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. We're all <laughs> different quality. Don't do that. They're different caliber films, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Don't do that. Comprehensible. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Nerdcore. Nerdcore. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take you guys into Nerdcore just so we can get on with other shows. <laughs> just settle this stuff once and for all. Free for all fight. Decided this totally probably by by Ken. It'll be a ten. It'll be a ten. Oh, listen, listen that, he's the perfect guy. Ken, we love Ken. He's on our other show, Carbonite Bounty BS, which is you know we do live Wednesdays at ten. 
Uh, Ken loves to say all the Star Wars movies are 10 out of 10. So when you think <laughs> about it, when you think about it, a guy like that's the perfect guy to rank these things because if you if everything's a 10, then you got to sort it out anyway, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, yeah, just, anyway. just keep beating us and everything because you know we're going to take our money out and spend the money anyway. So right. it's, it's not like we're not going to not watch these things no matter how much we critique and complain about them and everything. You know, they got our money, you know, regardless. Um, but I, I, I still like I, I like the um, I, I like the. You know, even though Wanda surprised me being like being a villain and everything and like the way they actually did her and her continued grief and like, you know, basically just torching her and everything, trying to find her kids and stuff. Um, I still like I, I like the 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 transition between WandaVision up to this movie because it made sense on why she continued to go down the same road. Because I've been hearing complaints on, okay, you know, she's another female. You know, she has a, you know, uh, thing, you know, going through, you know, uh, with, with kids and stuff. You know, okay, so she's turning the villain because, you know, she, because of her kids. Why did you make her the villain and everything, you know? Um, so it's, it's been like, you know, some complaints as far as that. Um, I don't know if it is, it's just me being a guy and everything. I thought it was pretty cool if you want to make, you know, those type of, um, I guess, gender political, you know, um, you know, accusations or whatever, you know, I mean, why can't she be the villain, you know, or why, 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 um, why not, you know, you got, you got to see the empathy, you know, because yeah. like, you got to feel like, okay, you know, the, the woman, the one in, the, in need in search of her children, you know, so you, you have that emotional feeling for the villain and that's what makes a good villain. That's why we've always liked yeah. Loki because we've yeah. always felt, you know, for the villain, you know, unlike Mordecai and Thor too, you know, you just don't care about him. You, no. He can die and nobody, nobody knows any better, but nobody you know, when, right. But when Scarlet, Witch, you know, becomes a villain because we have that empathy and we can feel for her. Yes. She has their yeah. backstory logged. And, you yeah. know, we, we, we've seen that we've seen the pain and sorrow that she has gone through mm. and the creation of WandaVision. Yeah. So for, for them to keep exploring that, you know, I mean, it's, like I said, the trailer does not do her justice for no. what she really does right. in that movie. And, you know, you could have called it a Scarlet Witch movie and it would have been just the same. I mean, it was yeah. she she obviously blew out every scene that she did. I mean, she let's be movie. honest, though. I mean, this really was her movie, right? I mean, yeah, it's, not <laughs> it's like her farewell tour, right? I mean, listen, you're right. They should have just named this the Scarlet Witch movie, gave Elizabeth Olsen her movie, and then we could have did Multiverse of Madness. Because this really was, I mean, think about it. She kills herself, like Strange is even the strongest character. He can't even kill her. Right. She walks him, right? So she yeah. literally destroys herself out of grief. And we don't even know if she destroyed herself. She just destroyed uh, the Darkhold. Um, you know, yeah. where, where she could have destroyed stuff. the Scarlet Witch. And yeah, right. So we don't know <laughs> she's really dead. It's definitely one of those comic book deaths where, like, if she's in the next movie, none of us, we're all just gonna go. Okay. Okay, we accept. <laughs> it was it was a blip. To your point earlier, Hitch. I mean, this this a it's pure comic book with the asterisks in there and everything. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. see WandaVision, you know. So. WandaVision episode seven. Like why? <laughs> right, why, exactly. why episode seven. This is episode. Right. I mean, I mean, it's straight. It's straight from that and everything. Um, to, to to and and to get to you guys' point about Vision, I didn't really miss him here. You know, I mean, you guys bring up questions about okay, well, why wouldn't she do? Or why wouldn't she try to find, like, you know, the white vision and stuff? As I remember, at the end of that, you know, and the end of that show, the white vision wasn't really relevant. You know, she, she, her vision died. You know, her vision or, no, she created her vision and her vision went away as soon as, like, the whole town or whatever went away and everything. Um, and then, like, the white vision is just out there somewhere, you know, we, we will see that at a later time. But I don't think that was really... I didn't really miss him in this movie, you know, um, and I did. I, and I think if he appeared, this would have totally would have would have been like, you know, Wanda vision on the big screen. You know, we already right. seen they, they could have just they could have just threw him in in, in in like the house scene, you know, maybe just yeah, like, you know, saying, like something just quick. a quick. Right. Something quick. he didn't even have to have a line, you know, wish, maybe just like hugging the kids or something. I wish you know? they would have saved that, you know, that jump scare scene from WandaVision where you see. That it's really his body, and there are craters in his head, and he's and it's like a, a marionette puppet. That this, I want them to drop that shot here. You know what I mean? Because that that shot's what I was thinking about when I was thinking about her. You know, getting into her alternate selves and like puppeting them around and like trying to see the kids and pet the kids and stuff. 
And it, but it, I think what makes her so sympathetic, and, and this is what's great, what it makes a great villain, is the question you have to ask yourself is, would you do the same stuff? I mean, when you think about it, you know, she's separated from these kids by possibility, which is the fifth dimension. We understand being separated from, from our kids by time and All by right, space. Right. So, what, I mean, you obviously, I mean, I did it today. I went and picked up my daughter a couple times, right? Like, I would drive to where she is and get her. You know what I mean? What would you do to get to a time where she is? What would you do to get to a possibility where she Man, is? Man, that is such a deep comment. By possibility? <laughs> wow. That is so so you're imagining yourself, okay, you had a kid that you never knew about, and all of a sudden somebody introduced it to you, you know, from another universe, and then you get attached to that possibility. So, yes, you're gonna cross, like, you know, in her case, in in, in superhero stuff, you're gonna cross try to cross universes yeah, to try to get to that. So, hence your um hey, that's that's deep. <laughs> so right, to, to what lengths, what lengths do you go to? And she went to extreme lengths, you know. She she, 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 she was taking easy on people, you know. She was having mercy on people. Oh man! Yeah. But there's no difference between what she's doing in in comic book terms and what Liam Neeson is doing in Taken. There's not a whole huge big difference between the two when you really look at what they're doing, and it makes and it makes some sense that that you know, like we get that about parents. It's not like we don't understand what their point is, right? Like Thanos, you know, so I'm gonna kill half of all people. What are you gonna do in 50 years when we've repopulated? Do it again? And oh, I blew up the stones. <laughs> you solved the problem for, for, for like two generations. Thanks a lot. Has anyone looked right. at the population numbers for like the human race over the last hundred years? <laughs> so I don't even want to hear about half. Half's gonna do it. This guy, this guy wasn't even thinking right the first time. He is absolutely right. The second time when he's like, I'll just destroy the whole thing and start over, right? right. I'll, I'll do it That's a Thanos I can understand, right? And it was great to see a dead Thanos, too. We got to see that. In the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty uh, cool. Yeah. So some yeah. cool stuff. Some cool. I, one thing I thought was a little on the nose was, was us constantly being told that we could harness America's power. And save reality over and over. Like America, <laughs> America's weak. Yeah. America's deteriorating. We need to harness America, the power of America. Yeah, I, I feel bad for her. You know, we we got we got a five minute backstory about her. You right. know, we, we don't know how the powers developed, how they're used, how they're you know like nothing. Like whoop, there goes your um your your lesbian moms. You know, like what what do we do? Totally underused. I would have loved like some more character on the nose stuff. Right. That's, that's yeah. How, how about this? We don't even. She doesn't even learn anything. And magically, you can control your powers at the end of the movie. <laughs> you don't learn at all. And then he's just like, you know how to use them. And then she's smashing portals open. And like, I'm like, oh, another Ray moment. Well, right? her her thing was fear. You know, she and and then you know they kept like they know, they they did a little blue already... line for that. You know, they never so, trained her though. She doesn't know. Well, she doesn't have a fear. Did she really need to be trained? Because if she overcame her fear and or and knew, and knew how to, you know, use this, maybe the next time she uses it, it, it doesn't come as easy or whatever. But at this point, where she, um, where where the the the, the pressure is on and everything, that it's like that adrenaline comes, you right. know. And hey, when, when Spider-Man jumped his first building, you know, it was fear. You know, he overcame his fear. But like when she would activate her powers, it would be out of fear and it wouldn't be like her like dramatic punch to be able to open up. You know what I mean? Like it was like there was no like you said, backstory on how does she activate her powers? He was like, you know how to do it. She does a jumping punch and she can just open a star portal. You literally were doing it because you were scared and there was just it would open, right? So I just thought they sped the her power level up and how she activated them. The ending was just like just too quick. It was like super fast. It it, it was it okay. On scene, so we're coming from like a lot of streaming, you know, stuff where these stories are expanded, and um, you know, we're getting into like a two hour mode where they got to yeah, tell. That, that literally was done in five minutes. Like the way I, she I like, learned her powers. But, but like, you're, asking, you're, you're asking the question, okay? Well, where, when is she going to train? Why is she going to do this and everything? It's, right. It's, we're not going to have a montage scene of her training. You know, you know? I, <laughs> they had that and everything, but they literally had to do so much stuff in this movie. I understand where they why they left, you know, her as she she's more or less just a plot device, you know, for mm. everything that's going on in the movie, which sort of short shrifted her because I would have liked to see a lot more of her character than just her to be used by Doctor Strange 
and yeah. um you know Wanda um throughout throughout like the movie and everything. It right, she just ends up being yeah. a weapon like Stormbreaker, you know. Yeah. I mean Stormbreaker yeah, that's, got that's, more that's, of an that's, origin that's, story. Weapon that talk, <laughs> you know. Um, that's what I'm saying, but then but we like you said, DP. But at the end of the movie, then they backpedal, and then she's learning how to harness her power, Carmitage, right? So that's why I was like, you could have just skipped her like using her powers and under controlling them, and then going to Carmitage to further develop herself, and just did it the other way around, right? Because Wanda's gonna I mean, kill herself anyway. Why do you have to have her? Why does she have to beat Wanda up? Why does that have why, to be? Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't get that. I, part. Agree, I, was, I agree with you in that sense. And I think that, but I think that I, I disagree that that she couldn't just know how to do it intrinsically because I, I think that it's very very possible for people to gain abilities without the ability to explain how they do things, right? I think that's something that happens, and I and I and I, I believe that that's real. I believe that it happens all the time. It is, yeah. I guess that's like the X Men in me because you know when X Men powers kind of develop, it's just like a horrific, like oh my god, like Scott's eyes the first time and all that. That's that's kind of my feel. I love that, you know, when it, he just loses his sight in, in high school, or whatever, or middle school, actually, is his first time. I, would, I don't know. Did the boys do anything with it yet? Where it's like the thing he's looking at get, gets a, the thing he's looking at when he gets all like you know geeked out as a as a preteen just explodes randomly. I'd be terrible for it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, DP. Everybody's talking about this on the internet, and I know you probably picked up on this. Bro, the Christine Palmer like arc thing was so bad. Their dialogue was bad. Like everybody on the internet's like, bro, I understand that was his love, but that just never took they, off. They, they 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 don't have any chemistry. They didn't really have that any chemistry. Bad. Like, hey, well, that's people. why we introduced a new love interest for Doctor Strange in the clips in the movie. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> How about that? You know, you trade the House and the Furious one for another. Yeah, Charlie Sleeves, <laughs> they get Brie Larson. I'll take that all day. All day. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's his love in the comics and everything. So, yeah, I mean, she was just there for another, you know, plot stuff and everything. And, I mean, that's fine. Like, you know, you, you get Rachel McAdams back in. It's always, like, good to see her. But they never really had any chemistry. So I didn't really I, – I just hand-waved that. Okay, let's get on to the next thing. Right, so, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. The more I see these things and the more I'm wanting um, X-Men, the more I'm thinking that, okay – with these multiverse stuff, I'm hoping that the X-Men mutant stuff doesn't take place in the main, the main. It, six can't, it six. can't be like an Avengers. It has to, like you're saying, it has to be. It has to be its own. It has to be its own separate thing because X-Men is so weldy that, and it has so much, you know, layers and complications stuff to have all the, the, the stuff that happened in um the main, the 616, you know, universe, you're, you, you, it's going to have to do a lot of explanation, and and I think the reason why this movie is what it is is to introduce those concepts in other universes, and then right. if they later down the line, if you do end up doing like Secret Wars, you can then bring them together and everything. You know, right. um, to me, don't use X Men in this in this in the six one six. Just introduce them someplace else. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it could at the end of you know at the end of this stage with the end of you know Kang, you know that that's how it could be introduced somehow and intertwined in the universe in some way that way. A convergence, but, if you will. Yes. One so, of the dangerous things. Time will tell for that. Like they seem to, like they seem to be insinuating happened on The Witcher, where everything mm -hmm. smashed together and they were suddenly one reality. And yeah, incursion. Like, that's an incursion. That's right? their word. Yeah, that's an incursion. That's yeah. their word. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they kept saying incursions too. So I mean, that's definitely like Chekhov's incursion. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a big, they're, that was they're, the buzzword. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there will be an incursion in this in this place. Let's say the word some more. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's say it a couple more times and everything. Let's have Christine Palmer say it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> see how many of the five star stars on this movie we can get to say the word incursion well, they, they, they even use it in the bonus trailer with Shirley Saren. Oh. yeah he yeah. even yeah. had to throw in yeah. the word you create an incursion which i'm so excited to see her in live action as a as an actress like her stunts i mean she's out there at angelina jolie because she's a trained fighter so oh, uh, to see her man she, that, that, she's that excited blind, uh, what was that she, she was good in fast and furious comic like, blind comic blind yeah. yeah. So yeah, she, yeah, she was she's... In that one. Yeah. Oh, she was. She was also in uh, what the uh, the the movie with um Will Smith when he was a superhero. Hancock. Oh, Hancock. 
which yeah. which they definitely should make a sequel out of at some point. I wish anyway. Um, Wait, you're telling me you, you think you could get a Will Smith slapping people in the movie? Man? <laughs> 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 slap somebody and they just disintegrate. <laughs> hey, hey, he he, they could have put him in Illuminati. He might have oh, Professor oh, oh. X, this guy from the Inhumans, Reed Richards, and of course, Will Smith. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. Well, I made well, no, he's like what well, I made Men in Black too, and everyone's just like. <laughs> yeah. As 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 much as I complain about like the Illuminati, I did appreciate. I, I appreciate it. it was it was fan service and everything. It was I'm like fan okay. service, you know. 100%. It's, 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 you kind of that cute thing that okay, yeah, all right, all right. So re Ray John Krasinski, hey, if he comes back, I mean, I love to see that. You know, see that in, in his full incarnations and everything. You know. Um, seeing uh, I smiled when I seen like the humans black bolt. I was like, that's that same guy from the show. And I had to look it up on IMDb as I was watching the movie to make sure that that was, you know, uh, yeah, but you know, black bolt. Um, and then I appreciate like the um, the the African American um, cart, you know, Captain Marvel. I was like, okay, Uh, yeah. Like the comic and everything, so I was like, "Yeah, that was awesome to see." And Professor X had the, the floating had the floating chair yeah, too, you know. Yeah, come on, Lee yeah. X Men run from the nineties, floating yellow. Yes, chair. Yeah, the floating that yellow was- chair. <laughs> I mean, come on, is that not just a fandom? You know, what I mean? <laughs> oh, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah, that's Marvel being cute, super cute. Right. <laughs> told you, yeah, man, they're trying to be cute. They're trying to get I cute. The trope of the tribunal where everybody's in the chairs and you're sitting and you're in the thing. And here they'd establish that the difference between where the chairs were and where you're standing is just like three feet and like a little bit. And these guys like flying super beings from like from like other dimensions and like this little right. this little dais will help us with whatever we're in. Right. It's oh, gold. Yeah. I like I but I like how they're they're inverting that, right? So we've already seen the Illuminati and the and the and the, the Loki, the T, the the time variant, the TV or whatever. We've seen these yeah. guys show up in multiple places. And so this is ripe for inversion. This is ripe to, to have something be like a, a rushing nesting doll of craziness. And, have, and who better to send through that than Paul Rudd? I kind of hope that's what they're going to do, is have him keep running in front of these tribunals over and over and over, and they're just different and crazy. And he's just like, it's like, Isn't I just that like when um, Dormammu, the Dormammu scene where it just kept going, oh, oh yeah, and yeah. oh, yeah. 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 He's like, that's it, I'm out of here. And he's in like a different one. People standing in front of him. He's like, yeah. oh. Right, as Sam touched on earlier, I would have loved to see um, like them explore more of the universes. You know, I would have liked to see them do a a cartoon Doctor Strange real fast, or the the paint Doctor Strange. You know, just opportunity. Just, right, just some of the you know, except for the you know the thirty second flyby of all these universes. Yeah, you know, I would have liked to explore that option more. Even yeah. if it was just just a couple minutes and just them just looking around and just making yeah. a, a Marvel comment, yeah, you know, just, just just to get us yeah. to laugh. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, and then they stop a universe where the the, the light, the you know, the gold means red, and um, red means go, um, and then <laughs> green means something else or whatever, you know. Oh, um, man, I got huge Dragon Ball Z feelings. How about you, you teammates? Did you feel like did you feel like you were looking at one of those Dragon Ball Z cities when they were in in the uh, in that fake fake zone? I know, Jungle. Yeah, I did. I did, hundred percent. I was looking. For, I was looking for the giant capsule core building. <laughs> yeah, we was missing everything except the big geodesic domes, right? Yep. Everything except that. But we had all those, all those weird side gardens everywhere. I wonder. You know, one of my favorite. One, of, I love these speculative, like uh, alternate universes. My my favorite thing to do is speculate on what the difference is between these things. You know, what I mean, I think it's, I think it's really cool. And I like that. That one of the differences in our universe is this is the Steven that doesn't have to hold the knife, right? He's okay with. Mm-hmm. Letting uh, America wield America's own power to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's not take away from this young girl that just got introduced to this movie. That's right. If America wants to be <laughs> aggressive and, and use some force, let America do that. On the nose. On the let nose. America enforce let America its will. <laughs> No matter how mad this multiverse gets, right, right, it's right, only right. one America, and it's special, and it can do whatever it wants. Damn it! Uh, America doesn't know how it's got its power, but it got its power. <laughs> but it has it. It's gonna use it. 
<laughs> you know just go use it. Free willy nilly. Just go use it. When you get what? anger, use it more. <laughs> at the end of the story, we're gonna tell you if we're damn sure we can control that power. <laughs> right, right. We don't need to explain. We just got it. You know, just <laughs> just, just let it do its do. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Those lessons seem to have been learned in the San, in the Sam Raimi comic book yeah. hero movie time frame. Like that era, boom, is nice <laughs> nicely bookended by should we do that stuff and should we not do this stuff? Right? It's, it's, it's crazy that um this was his so I, I didn't know that he didn't do any movies in between Spider-Man three and this. Um that's crazy. You know, I I could have sworn that we got like a Sam Raymond movie like somewhere in between that, but I guess he, you know, <laughs> I don't know what what what, what happened with, I don't know what happened with Spider Man three. Yeah, um, there there he was. He's been in the talks of doing a reshoot with Bruce Campbell and Evil Dead. There's supposed to be a yeah. Reboot I was going to say that. he he didn't do any of the Evil Dead reboots. Like they, yeah. they didn't reboot that. Dragging to Hell was released in 2009, so I, maybe is that's the only one. He's dragging me to Hell. Where that juicy oh, was that, was that after Spider Man three? That was Unbreakable. Oh man, that's a creep. Yeah, it was. It was 2009, and I know Spider Man was before 2009 because it was like. It's like 2007. Okay. Because I, I, I lived in a place. Oh, where so I maybe, maybe he did like one movie or whatever. He didn't do he didn't do much in between. You know, he certainly didn't come back to superhero stuff. <laughs> yeah, know? he did. He did. He uh, did reboot in 2013. That's why I thought he did that too. Okay. We should have seen them do like a, a. They should have had like a, a five minute jazz dance number right in the middle of this movie. And I think that's how you would know it was a Sam Sam Raimi comic. <laughs> random dance and maybe maybe one of the multiverses is the multiverse from that uh if, that aha video take on take on me and they're just dancing around and they look like they're drunk if, if doc started if dr strange started doing like the dance from um spider-man 3 peter parker man i would have just walked out the movie that would that would have just no. been dr strange could have had jazz hands man <laughs> <laughs> i mean think about it though like you're saying the multiverse thing they could have did an uh, Evil Dead Easter egg. They could have dropped him in the, the the cabin, right? They could have did so much. Like they that would have so been. Much. I mean, right. they, they missed the yeah. opportunity for you. You name the movie Multiverse of Madness. You're expecting some craziness, you know? Right. I, I would have loved to see more crazy multiverses. And then it just, I think, yeah. like you said, like a Wanda movie. You know, Scarlet would be at the end and everything. And I don't. I, I while I love Wanda, you know, I don't think that it, it was. Um, if you're going to title a movie like that, you expect more spectacle, you know. Um, yeah. You expect more spectacle from like you know the multiverse stuff instead of like I said, speeding speeding through like the um, the different universes. I guess they felt like they did some of that in What If already, but everybody didn't watch What If. <laughs> right. Let's, let's say that there was like you know because we talked about the release order of these movies being a little wacky just because Sony Sony has to do Sony things. It can't be you know can't be part of the plan for what. <laughs> So let's say this like Doctor Strange is all about, you know, the reads the books and he can do this stuff because he knows the incantations, right? He's all about the rules and how to set everything up and do things on purpose. So Doctor Strange sets up the rules. This is the multiverse, right? Spider-Man. Spider-Man is with great power comes right with great responsibility. Consequences. What are the consequences of the multiverse being activated by Doctor Strange? Other Peter Parkers show up, multiple Peter Parkers in the same place. So we have we find in Doctor Strange the mechanism that cause the stuff that's going on in Spider-Man. Which would be an incursion. An incursion. And if the re release order is correct, and this is the second movie. The third movie is going to be Quantumania. So in the third movie, you know, we have Ant-Man. And the scale, the scale and the scope changes, right? So now we have this, instead of, you know, one reality or two realities or a little bit, it's going to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of realities all at once. So I think you're, I think what we are talking about is what are the uh, possibilities of a, of a multi multiverse reality. And we're not, you're right. We're not really getting there yet. And I think it's because this is the setup. We're looking at the setup of the next phase. Yeah. And that is anything can happen. And guess what? Secret Wars is going to tell us, and we know this is like not spoilers, just comic book. Thing. Secret Wars is going to tell us anybody can be anybody. Which we already know from Captain Marvel. So what we're about to see is is the rules of the reality are established in that first cycle that ends with Endgame, and now we see the consequences of well, what if those rules aren't so rigid? What if you can travel in time? What if you can move through realities? Well, what then? What if you can do anything? What we can do, right? And that's the question that you know, in a meta context, 
Marvel is asking itself because they literally have enough money and enough budget to do any story they could possibly want. And so it all dovetails together nicely with what the movies are now. Loki, WandaVision, this movie, you know, um, is basically getting to come. I mean, I, I've never seen it to where, you know, you 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 um, set up an audience for craziness like comic multiverse stuff. And I would have never thought you would see anything yeah, like that. You, ne- you never thought we would you know? see you know, <laughs> like, right. That's just crazy to me. And now it's mainstream. Okay, well, we could do, do like, you know, multi, you know, I mean, they, they can bring Captain America. That I mean, they could just do anything back. You know, um, Iron Man or whatever, different type of Iron Man at a later time or whatever. You know, totally just reboot the thing and just it's a multiverse stuff. I guess better than DC was trying to do, but um, but yeah, I mean they 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 from those three series. I mean those two series in this movie, definitely you're right, Hitch. They're they're setting they're setting it's all a setup, just like how they did like the first you know set of movies and everything. You have to build towards the big thing and this. This is this is not the end game movie. This is still, you know, a Doctor Strange, sort of like a standalone type thing where we're giving you teases of like, you know, what the multiverse could be. And you know, it may not be to your satisfactory, but like I said, we still bring our money to the table to watch the stuff. Um, but you'll get the crazy stuff later down the line. Uh, DP, did you get the uh Shang-Chi payoff? Well, what was that? The fact of the runes, that's the Ten Rings. Remember when Wong opened them up in the ancient technology? The, oh, yeah. The dark, okay. the dark hold? It's that same. They still don't understand, but it's from the, it's in the same kind I, of I, I sort of thought that they had, like, some, you know, through-line rel- you know, relativity. It was. The, it was I got to go watch Shang-Chi to, um, to, to see, you know. That, that's, and that's a good thing about, you know, watching these things over once they get on TNT and TBS and everything. You get to watch these things over mm-hmm. and get to pick up on some more stuff and appreciate what they're what they're trying to build. And that's exactly what I was going to say. It, you you get it to is. see the appreciation, you know, after seeing it. You know, it makes Thor two not a bad movie because of the appreciation <laughs> of you know the ether and everything. You know, okay. it's just you could go back and relate and say, you know, I, I have a more of appreciation for this movie. It, it, it makes it more <laughs> tolerable to watch. Right. Put it, put it that way. Talk to Thor again. And that made up for all the all the fact that you know during the time when I was watching Endgame because I fell asleep every single time that I tried to watch Thor two, every <laughs> single time I had no idea what what was going on except from the context. So thank God he was explaining expo- expositorily to Rocket what was going on. <laughs> I was hoping Rocket. I had any idea. <laughs> thank you. Um, lucky. But yeah. Um... So we'll wrap this up here. So yeah, overall, like, you know, if you want to give you like your, your, um, you know, rankings and stuff, where would you rank this in like the, the ether of MCU content, you know, or, or I should say movies. Let's let's just, just keep it the movies. Where would you, where would you rate this? Let's start you off with what you do, Chief. It's not in the upper tier. I, I could tell you that, but it's not in the bottom. I would say it's somewhere like around the, uh, uh, the Black Widow range, I, I would say, in that area. Black Widow, Captain Marvel range area. You know, late teens of a movie. But again, you know, let's see. Let's see, we might be able to go back and appreciate it more later on when you know when the the, the develops more. But as as a movie and it fitting in, um, I, I, of course, I enjoyed it. But it wasn't like a top tier Marvel movie. But it was definitely, obviously, not one of the lower ones either. All right, T. Mitch. Um, I'll be a little more, I'll be a little more slightly optimistic than Douchey. It's not, it's not a, not a top 10. It's, it's teetering there because of the movies that are out there. It's not a top 10. It's kind of on that 11-ish, you know, 11, 12 range. I mean, the, the catalog of 28 movies, it's up there. It, the production's great, great actors. I mean, you're, you know, you're getting those super A-listers now. You're getting Charlie Saren added to this. You know, this is this is really up in the level. You know, what do you think about Tron Krasinski or not? You're getting actors in there that we wouldn't see that will now do things as we talked about on Disney Plus, and they'll introduce them to other avenues. So, I mean, Disney and Marvel, they're 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 as Hitch says, they're they're handing the checks out, and these guys are signing them. So, uh, I'm excited about the future. But yeah, it's a, I'd say it's at like ten ish, right outside that top that top top echelon of of the uh, Marvel movies. 
Cage? I think it's solidly in that second tier, like you were saying. I mean, it, it, if if I if I have my favorite favorite favorites, and I think of the movies that have like payoffs to long term moments, and you know, I, I think that there's a there's a layer of those movies that's maybe superior to this. That that being said, Doctor Strange, you know, is not, you know, is is not the one A property here. I mean, you know, X Men's a bigger property in my opinion. Fantastic Four is a bigger property in my opinion. And so the fact of the matter is that this is a second tier. It's a second tier property. Now that being said, every single dollar of the budget's on the screen. It's it's gorgeous. The multiverses are all wonderfully and lavishly rendered. And I feel like this is the this is a bookend to WandaVision. And I think that you can see how we're we're getting, you know, call and answers between Disney series and um and the actual tentpole movies. And so what we're getting is a, a deeper dimension to our experience because we have a Disney Plus game. Would you get all the Wanda stuff if you hadn't seen WandaVision? You would understand what she's doing. They explain it to you. But you don't see the depth of like where she's willing to go already to get like these results, right? You don't know that she's willing, you know, we don't have that that frightful image of of the dead vision being moved around. I I, I go back to that that over and over. And I think that this movie proves that you can do something with more dimension, you know, more depth. And you still can have these temple, these temple movies. You don't have to have, choose between the two. Um, so for me, it's not going to be like Winter Soldier. It's not Avengers three, which is the, the my favorite of that set. But it's it's mm-hmm. it's firmly in there with say Iron Man or Thor one, and definitely above uh, Thor two. Yeah. So um, I'm 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 right there with you guys, like mid tier. Um, Slightly, slightly above, um, because I, I think as a um, Doctor Strange movie, it's just a it's regular. I, I've never really been in the Doctor Strange as a character. I could give or take them, but as Wanda, as Scarlet Witch, and everything, I'm loving her journey from when she got introduced in Age of Ultron um, to what we seen in the um, uh, the the um, Civil War movie. You know, into you know to her. Her deepening, you know, her, um, you know, when when she 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 killed all those people and everything, and then the what we get with her in both the uh, the the sequel Avengers movies and then WandaVision up till now. So just like how they did with Steve Rogers' journey and everything, which was to me still far and above the best journey through like you know all the like the MCU characters and how they you know how, how um Chris Evans just you know killed it in that role and everything. I'm seeing the same things with um um elizabeth Olsen, and wanda you know um uh, with scarlet witch and wanda um she she i, I love wanda vision uh i love how um she made us feel emotional with with the end game stuff i'm sorry the um the the um infinity war and then you know um, going towards like the end game um not really in the game actually the going towards like you know wanda vision and everything and then what she did here in um in this Doctor Strange movie. I'm hoping, you know, of course she's not dead, you know, it's comic book, you know, movie, you know, um stuff. So she we're we're gonna see her again. And I, I can't I can't wait to see more of her. As far as Doctor Strange, like I say, he's 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 not that upper echelon yet. I don't think Marvel is as really I don't I don't think they put their finger on who they want to be that, but they're they're really trying with Doctor Strange. And I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily working for me as of yet. So um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, we got like Thor, um, you know, the 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 Love and Thunder coming out, you know, this year. We got the um, the Black Panther movie coming out. Um, I'm curious to see how that's going to go. <laughs> you know, now that we, you know, um, unfortunately with um, you know Chadwick Boseman the Passman and everything, you know how that movie's going to turn out and stuff. But um, it should be, it should be a spectacle in itself. So. Um, I want to thank everyone for, you know, coming out to watch us. And if you're watching us on the replay, make sure that you are going to that neurocyclopedia.com website, following us and, you know, hitting us up and everything and giving us some feedback on what you guys think about, um, Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. Um, thank you. Thank you everybody for coming out. And I guess we'll see you when we see you. Do we have like a sign off that we say on it? On <laughs> I know on our other show we say this is the way.
<laughs> this is not the way. This is not the way. You know? Are we just saying like "stuff you later" on here or something? Like, what are we? And Feige, we trust. And Feige, we trust. You know, you, you can say "Avengers yeah. Assemble." Hey, you know, so hey, for your movie, you can say that DP Avengers Assemble because that saved your movie, right? Is oh, was that not one of the best parts of any Marvel movie ever? Portal, I still, Portal. I still get not according to Team Mitch. I get goosebumps every time I hear it. It was for fifteen minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, oh gosh, look at the time. Oh, Bye. He's <laughs> out. I'll take it in Nerdcore. That's what we're gonna start saying. Yeah. Yeah. Excelsior. Excelsior. There we go. Excelsior. 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 Excelsior.